Hey, y'all, Eric Adcock, This Awkward Life. Listen, just want to talk a little bit in this episode about uh, one of my favorite childhood memories that uh, that's taught me a lot over the years. Uh, hope you like it. Thank y'all for tuning in and listening to the podcast. I appreciate all the um, positive feedback. I appreciate uh, people liking the podcast. I appreciate everything. Today's just been a a really good day. Um, Hit me up on Instagram at This Awkward Life and follow me if you have any questions or maybe possible show ideas or, or things that I've done in the past that you like. Let me know what you think. Today I kind of want to talk about the antenna. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I remember it, and it just came back to me just a couple of years before my dad died. I don't know if I've suppressed it or what, but we had a, of course, all cars back in the 70s were like, you know, land yachts, and we had a huge car, and I can remember it's the summertime, and uh, I was with him, was going to my grandmother's house, his mother's house. And I had been asking him questions all day like kids do. You know, you get to like that 10,000th question and parents just eventually just snap. You know, they're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, dad didn't snap, but we had stopped. And uh, I remember that the antenna on the car, it would go up when you crank the car. And when you turn the car off, it'd go down. And I don't know what made me ask the question. I really wasn't into into antennas or cars or anything like that. But I, said, I happened to ask my dad, I said, Dad, how does that how does that antenna go up like that and go down? And I don't know what made him do it. I asked him years ago I asked him years later why he did it. He just kind of giggled. He said, uh, I'll never forget it. He said, uh, there's a little man in there. And that little man raises the antenna and lowers the antenna. Now that blew me away because I'm like there's a little man in the car. Are you kidding me? And I couldn't have been more than five. You know, I wasn't in school yet. And so for the next seven hours, I looked for that little man. I'm talking, he even opened the hood for me. There was no way that I could have opened the hood to a, like a, a 75 Thunderbird. There's no way possible. These things were huge and I was just a little boy. But I remember I was under the car. And I was under the hood, and I was all over there looking for this little man. And I remember I looked for it, and I'd even, this is going to sound crazy, but you have to remember it was the 70s, and we had to make up our own, you know. But I thought that there was this little man inside the car that uh, that did all this. And I was going to see him. I was going to capture him. And I was going to, this was going to be my little man. And I looked, and I looked, and I looked. And I remember... The frustration and the uh, uh, how hard it was not to, you know, I try to call him. And y'all are thinking, this is why you're so weird. But anyway, I can remember trying to find this little man. I couldn't find him. And eventually, um, I never stopped looking. It's just that we picked up and left, you know. And this memory is so clear in my mind. And I don't know why, but... 
it just kind of shows you some of the mischievousness that my dad had, and he told me that. And so a couple of years ago, when I brought this memory up to him, I said, what did you, you know, and he just kind of giggled. He said, you know what, son, it, it kept you busy. It kept you busy looking for the little man, and I could go about what I had to do. He had to do something for his mother. You know, I have looked. There's um, a lot of people say there's two people living inside you. And, you know, the Bible says that, uh, I think it was Paul that said, "Don't." I could be wrong, as he said, you know, uh, when I want to do good, evil is always present. You know, and when I got the Holy Ghost and I started, um, when I invited the Lord, when he invited him to live inside my heart, there was a different man there. There was a different person in there. And I can't say that it's he's always been there because I have fallen. And sometimes the Lord said, you know what, I'll, I'll see you when you get when, when you get your yourself together. And he's a... Uh, there's been times when the Lord has left me for a season and I couldn't feel him and I couldn't find any way out of it. But there's always going to be somebody living in your heart, in your house. And it's up to us to determine what person lives there. You know, the devil will take up residency uh, pretty easy. You know, he, um, he's a hard taskmaster. But Jesus is not going to roommate with the devil. So you can either have God, you can either have Jesus or you can have or the devil, you know. Them two guys don't get along. So uh just like that little man, little imaginary man in my mind I was looking for under that car. I want to search my heart every day to see what's on who's on the throne of my heart. That sounds crazy and it sounds really immature, but you know what? That's just kind of how I am. But if you'll search your heart, you'll find out who's living there. It doesn't take very long to look. We know. We know who's there. We try to fool ourselves sometimes, but we know. And I want to encourage you to put the right person on the throne of your heart, and that being Jesus Christ. Man, I hope you've liked this. And, um, I know it was kind of childish, but you know what? That's okay. The little man, the little man inside your heart, um, search for him. Find out. Find out. Appreciate you guys. <laughs>